Hey there, I'm Dr. Jerry Crete, and I welcome you to Hear the Word. This is the second Sunday of Lent. This is the podcast, episode 67, uh, where I read the Sunday readings, um, but I also do a guided meditation. So I'm going to incorporate a meditation into the readings. So I hope that if you've been listening with me, you'll know some of the meditation skills we've been learning uh, since uh, Advent 2020. Um, but I'm going to go over a few of them if you're new. This particular meditation is very dear to my heart because the gospel reading is from St. Mark and it is the Transfiguration. Um, and so what we're going to do today is a little meditation related to in some way experiencing the um, imminent presence of our own reality, our own moment in time and space, and expanding it outward to get a grander, more transcendent understanding of God, and then come back. <laughs> and I'm relying on a little bit of the work of Dan Siegel, because um, I did some training uh, with him, and he incorporates a kind of a mindfulness or awareness application that I think is actually even more powerful when uh, combined or connected to our faith experience. All right, so I invite you to take a deep breath, maybe a few deep breaths again. I love the Jesus prayer, so I like to invite Jesus in with the words, Lord Jesus Christ, breathe out, have mercy on me. Invite you to do that perhaps several times. Also noticing our body, noticing any tension or stresses that might be present. Really trying to connect uh, apart from the world. If you join me on Be With The Word, which is the sister podcast, it's where I actually do some reflections on these readings. Um, I'm going to be talking a little bit about the parasympathetic nervous system and how it relates also to dissociation, which is my theme for Lent. A lot there. <laughs> but here, let's take a moment to just be present, taking those deep breaths. And I'm going to uh, begin the reading. The first reading is from Genesis. God put Abraham to the test. He called to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son Isaac, your only one, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah. There you shall offer him up as a holocaust on a height that I will point out to you. When they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. Then he reached out and took the knife to slaughter his son. But the Lord's messenger called to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. Here I am, he answered. Do not lay your hand on the boy, said the messenger. Do not do the least thing to him. I know now how devoted you are to God, since you did not withhold from me your own beloved son. As Abraham looked about, he spied a ram, caught by its horns in the thicket. So he went and took the ram and offered it up as his holocaust in place of his son. 
Again the Lord's messenger called to Abraham from heaven and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you acted as you did, in not withholding from me your beloved son, I will bless you abundantly, and make your descendants as countless as the stars of the sky and the sands of the seashore. Your descendants shall take possession of the gates of their enemies. And in your descendants all the nations of the earth shall find blessing. All this because you obeyed my command. So we take a moment and just take in that message. We imagine just how much uh, faith Abraham must have had. And we know the intention of that story was to show that God was not after, certainly not child sacrifice. He was after obedience and faith. And he gave a great promise. Now I'd like us to just pause and take a moment and notice your current environment. I'd like you to start by noticing where you are right now. Maybe you're in a chair, maybe you're standing up, maybe a car seat. And just really pay attention and notice what it's like to be sitting in that chair or standing with your feet on the ground, noticing any contact that you have, your body has with the ground or a piece of furniture. And then I'd like you to notice that you're in a room and that that room's in a house. I'd just like to expand that out into noticing your house, or apartment, lodging. Then I'd like to expand our noticing to, to the fact that our house or our lodging is in a community, maybe a neighborhood. And then I'd like to expand that out and notice that our community or neighborhood is part of a larger city, or if not, part of a larger region. And ultimately, it's part of a larger state. Then I'd like you to notice that that state or province or region is part of a larger country. And then I'd like you to notice again further just how much a part of the globe or the earth that you're in, that your country is part of a network of countries on a planet. And then as we continue to expand our thinking, our mind, we're noticing that our planet is part course of a solar system, just noticing how large that solar system is. And then we could keep expanding to notice that our solar system is part of 
galaxy. And even if we expand further, we notice our galaxy is part of a giant universe. We're noticing that the whole universe is so grand, so large. All of it created by God. Then we're going to come back in. We're going to sort of teleport back in, noticing the galaxy and coming down, noticing the solar system, further noticing the planet, all the way into noticing our country, noticing our region or state, province, city, town, community, neighborhood, house, all the way back to our chair or where we're standing or sitting. Taking a moment to notice all of that and how we are connected, even though we're so small in our little chair, our little space, we're connected to this grand grand universe with so many layers. And I'm going to read the responsorial psalm. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believed even when I said, I'm greatly afflicted. Precious in the eyes of the Lord is the death of his faithful ones. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. O Lord, I'm your servant, I'm your servant, the son of your handmaid. You have loosed my bonds. To you I will offer sacrifice of thanksgiving, and I will call upon the name of the Lord. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. My vows to the Lord I will pay in the presence of all his people, in the courts of the house of the Lord, in your midst, O Jerusalem. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. From the reading from St. Paul's letter to the Romans, brothers and sisters, if God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but handed him over for all of us. How will he not also give us everything else along with him? Who will bring a charge against God's chosen ones? It is God who acquits us. Who will condemn? Christ Jesus, it is who died, or rather, was raised, who also is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us. And now I am going to notice again, let's just sort of notice again where we are in our seats, in our chairs. This time, we're still gonna kind of move outward. We're gonna take it to a particular place. We're gonna notice where we're sitting in our chair, we're standing. Again, we're gonna notice our house. 
We're going to see ourselves sitting in a chair, noticing our house. We're going to expand out and notice again, our community and neighborhood. Expand, expanding outward again into our state or province or region. This time we're in our mind's eye, we're going to imagine that mountain. We're going to imagine a mountain space and that perhaps we, we're going to picture ourselves at the very base of that mountain. And so we're going to also notice in this gospel reading where that takes us as we join with Jesus and his three apostles at the base of this mountain. So the reading is from the gospel of Mark. Jesus took Peter, James, and John and led them up a high mountain apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them and his clothes became dazzlingly white, such as no fuller on earth could bleach them. Then Elijah appeared to them along with Moses and they were conversing with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus in reply, Rabbi, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He hardly knew what to say. They were so terrified. Then a cloud came, casting a shadow over them. From the cloud came a voice. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. Suddenly, looking around, they no longer saw anyone, but Jesus alone with them. As they were coming down from the mountain, he charged them not to relate what they had seen to anyone, except when the Son of Man had risen from the dead. So they kept the matters to themselves, questioning what rising from the dead meant. And so we absorb this scene, right? We absorb that we follow Jesus up to the mountain with Peter, James, and John. We saw what Jesus revealed. We heard the Lord's words, this is my beloved son, listen to him. And we're moved that through this gospel passage, we are taken to this mountain. We are taken to experience Tabor. We are taken to experience the divinity of Christ. We are given a foreshadowing of our own transformation, glorification. But most importantly, now we are able to glimpse a little of what it means that he is a son of God. And so then we bow, right? We, we, we probably prostrate ourselves at the base of, and we take our time and we come back. We notice ourselves coming back down from the mountain. We notice ourselves and that we are part of a large state or province or region. Coming back again, noticing that we're part perhaps of a city, a town, a community, a neighborhood, 
our house back to the chair we're sitting on or the place we're standing. We do this exercise in part to connect ourselves with the wider expansion of, of, of our world and the layers you know, which God has created in our world. And it helps to open ourselves up to experiencing the transcendent, which is really what the transfiguration, I believe, is all about. All right, I hope you'll join me over on Be With The Word. I'm going to explore some of these themes and topics a little more depth. I'm going to be looking a little bit at what the parasympathetic nervous system is. And I'm going to be um, discussing that theme of dissociation. Dissociation is something we all experience at one time or another. So I hope you'll join me over at Be With The Word. I hope you'll also join me at soulsandhearts.com. If you have not already, uh, sign up to receive our weekly newsletter. We have all sorts of things going on and continue to do so. All right, take care. And until next time, be still, believe, and be loved. Take good care.